tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am, you know I'm here to do, I'm here to rock. Man, that was weird. What happened yeah. there, dude? I think you caught in between breaths. It was like maybe that was so <sighs> weird, dude. What maybe. happened there? Anyways, guys, welcome to the show. I just want you to know that I love you very much, and I appreciate any time you spend a little time with us. Uh, today was a great show. We we're very blessed to have Brandon Thomas on, and I'm very. It was a great show. He stepped in. We had a guest who was supposed to come on, and uh, you know. Uh, it just didn't work out, and that's kind of how it did. And uh, hopefully later on we'll be able to have her on, and we'll make that happen. But it stepped, he stepped in and super crushed it. So thank you to that. Uh, a lot of great things going on here at Tim Fall Hat. The Big Five Hundred is coming. I think there's only like eighty tickets left. So grab your tickets now at samtriplee.com. That is October sixteenth. Um, I have some shows. I'm doing uh, both Tim Fall Hat comedy shows. I have a show this weekend with Xavier Guerrero and my good friend Eddie Bravo. We will be in Spokane. Spokane? Spokane. We'll be in Spokane. And uh, there are still tickets left for that. Not a lot, but a couple tickets left for that Friday night show. And then early the next day in Tacoma is sold out. So grab your tickets in Spokane, everybody. And uh, bring cash if you're trying to buy a 420 shirt because sometimes the Wi-Fi ain't working. So if you want a T-shirt... Bring some cash some for cash. sure. That's so it. we're gonna yeah. have uh, we're gonna have disobey t-shirts. We're gonna have shape shifting Jesus t-shirts, and we're gonna have on the 420 show because that's the only place you can get those 420 shows. T-shirts are at 420 shows, is uh, and we're gonna have those available for you right there. And a lot of new shows are coming up: Huntington Beach, Kansas City, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. I got I got Sam Tripoli disobey working out new material torch. Uh, new new tickets were uh, more tickets were given uh, added to the Simi Valley show. Then we have uh, Salt Lake City, Boise, Idaho's coming. Uh, those tickets are about to be put up, so uh, very excited about that. Come see me work on new stuff. And uh, think what else do we got? We got, you got your special. Come on, yeah, man, so. check out the special, man. Everybody's watched it, loved it so far. Johnny even said it was funny, and you know he's a nerd dork, right? <laughs> I changed my mind. It's actually it sucks. Don't listen to it. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to samtriple.com for all my dates. All my any videos I put out for free are available there. And uh, my special is available there for free. Okay. Now I am cranking out premium content for you guys. Not only do I give you two broke uh two Tim Fall hats, I give you one broken sim a week. I do punch drunk when I can, okay? I'm also giving you a ton of premium content. If you want to see bonus content, just go to rockfin.com. 
Okay, or you can go to samtriplic.com and click on any of the banners. You could get two episodes of premium content of Tim Fall Hat Premium. You can get two episodes of Zero. You get two episodes of Conspiracy Social Club. You get first look at Broken Sim. You get it whenever we can do it. Greatest of all time <laughs> sports talk. And our good friend Xavier Guerrero has a show over there uh, that you can get all for ten dollars. Yep. All that for ten dollars. We're about to have an exotic snake person come on, so you can watch me live with all these pythons and all that shit. It might get wild. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna chop onions? I'm gonna chop onions. That's like <laughs> what is it turning into oh, Johnny Carson? Where yeah. Carson used to have Jack Hanna. <laughs> That's hey, what it's becoming. Welcome to the, the Mexican Tonight Show. What does he do? Oh, God, you know how Carson would do his golf swing when he would come yeah. out? Uh, XG just chops onions like this. That's, that's do, his little... Do you want to... Uh, eh, Xavier, do you want to pet my pussy? If you move that cat, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fake... Okay, Johnny Carson. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Guys, tons of t-shirts available. Even though these guys don't want you to believe it. The Abraxas of Chicken Steak God shirts are almost sold out. We like that shirt. We just didn't like it when you see how. Okay, people okay, are looking can on you video. Let him know. Thank you, Johnny. Let him know that, why that that middle part there was not covered, and he was just slick and smooth like a Ken doll down under. <laughs> no genitals, no nothing. It was really weird, dude. It looked like we were his balls. Like we look yeah, like we were part of like his that. balls or, or something. Like he had two dicks or something. Those yeah. shirts are almost sold out, and when those shirts are gone, they're gone. They're gone. You'll never see him sold again, ever. I promise you that. And then uh, the disobeys there. So, and I got to figure out a way to get T-shirt designs from the fans that work. Not every T-shirt that is submitted. Now every design will be made into a t-shirt, but the one Maybe that you do- could have like a separate section that just every every t-shirt design goes up, you know what I'm saying? And everybody who sends you one just put it up there. Like a separate page or something like that and you just take them all. I don't know, man. That sounds like pure chaos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a page. Like just okay. call it, you call I'm, it chaos. I'm interested, dude. I'm and interested. And then the, the then the cream rises to the top, you know, the cool ones that people buy and and I stopped getting yelled at on Twitter because... Why? Oh, hey, where's my... Sam's, not, yeah. Sam's ignoring my tweets I'm about these I'm not doing t-shirts. anybody. I am... It's every morning I wake up to an avalanche of emails. It's oh, an avalanche. Man. Text message, emails, everything, though. Sam gets bombarded on always. I always tell him, like, bro, So a couple it? things also, and then we're going to get into the episode. Uh, as, as you may know or not know, my Instagram just got suspended for 30 days. It probably is gone. Uh, Twitter on the same day uh, is like, are you a robot? And then wouldn't give me an opportunity to say I'm not a robot. Which account? Fat Dragon Pro? Yeah, uh, yeah, Fat Dragon Pro. Poor Robin. She's worked so hard on that, and it's already, it's already on the list. So, you know, there, I'm obviously on somebody's list. I do think it has to do with Gavin Newsom, but that's fine. If you go to chat.samtriply.com, you can find... My own Discord. It's called I call it Smack. You can go there. All my shows are on there. You can talk to other people who love that show. That sh- that is decentralized. They can't take it down. It's there forever. Go there. Talk to others. Don't worry about being censored. Go check it out. That's chat.sam.com. Now, there's a show called Conspiracy Social Club. It is available on Rockfin. Uh, earlier episodes, you can listen to free, for free, on any RSS feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Just, you just put in Conspiracy Social Club, 
and they will come up on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to it, Google Play. Boom. I'm about to start putting out old episodes of Zero as well. Poppers down, ass up? Poppers down, ass up. Yeah, that's... uh. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking gay song. Yeah, well, it's meant to be gay. So I don't make the names. It's whatever Brian's butthole's feeling. So go check it out and support the show. Please rate and review us. Anything else, guys? Yeah, we're still... Uh, Broken Sim is still on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Sam Tripoli. Uh, Sam's comedy videos go there, and uh, so does uh, Cash Daddy. Is that Cash Daddy. Is that asshole still there on, on Instagram? What? I, I mean, is that asshole still on YouTube? Who? Posting tinfoil hat shit? Oh, I don't know, dude. Oh, oh yeah. is that yeah, guy yeah. there? Yeah, oh, is he still there? Oh, my God. Yeah, is he yeah. What well, is well, this I, thing? I wouldn't call him an asshole. We don't want people to report the channel. Yeah, what is it? Tinfoil hat? Unofficial? Uh, unofficial, yeah. This yeah. guy acting like he knows Probably something. a cool guy, probably, I would say, <laughs> posting that. You think probably he's got a big dick? can't get any puss at all. Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, Probably. And uh, not big enough to like do, suck some dick. <laughs> Check out uh Cash Days as well, man. People who are listening to the show are making money, believe it or not. So check it out. And uh yeah, man, anything it else? It's not financial advice, though, to be clear. Yeah, it's not. It's not financial advice, but some people that listen to those ass clowns are are making a little cheddar. So we'll see. Anything else, guys? Nope. Yeah. I love you all so much. Thank you. Please enjoy Brandon Tommy. Go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain. Okay, let's get into it. Let's keep the the awesome shows and the awesome guests. Keep it rolling. This next gentleman has just been, and he hasn't heard it, but I am now announcing it. He is now going to be on the cover of my 2022 hot farmer's calendar that is coming out uh it's gonna be conspiracy theorists hot farmers good looking guys who farm and it's only for the conspiracy smoke show ladies out there please welcome from the expanding reality podcast brendan thompson how are you brother or thomas excuse me how are you brother i'm doing well thank you for asking uh so to everybody out there my name is Brandon Thomas, and you know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. There we go. Oh, this guy I didn't gets know it. Was it. Be or something <laughs> like that. All right, thank you, Johnny. Thank you. That seat's got to start feeling pretty warm right now, huh? <laughs> I'm not the one who says that. That's no, actually- I know, but he's really into it. And you're very reluctant at the beginning of every show. You sound like, oh, you're like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. This guy's enthusiastic. Well, it's hard to follow. I mean, somebody screaming rock at the top of their lungs. So I'm just bring it down. Do the opposite. Uh, I thought against. I'm Give glad contrast. the are sucking. Anyways, guys. They aren't sucking. They're in first place. We don't <laughs> Brendan, how are you, dude? Every day above ground is a great day, man. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you all so much. Huge fan. Uh, you guys are part of the reason I do this. So well, thanks again. Well, you know what, man? I, I hear that from people, and it means a lot to me, and it never gets old. And it just I'm so happy that people are just you know listening to the show and other shows like it and being like, hey, I want to do my own version of that. And hopefully it allows people to you know get off the rat race grind and grid and do their own thing. And that's really what the show is all about, man. At the end of the day, it's fun to talk about these things, 
But the truth of the matter is, like, if you don't take this information that we're talking about and apply it to your life and, and just break free of the rat race, then then it's kind of a, a, a waste of time. I, I think it's like, and not that you have to quit your job and just, you know, hunt with spears in the in the forest or anything like that. It's just like, take all of this is about taking control of your life and doing things that help you feel that you are becoming closer to the universe. And that's really what it is. And that's kind of what you've done. When I, when I make jokes about being a good looking farmer, you really are a farmer, right? You, you, at some point you decide, Hey, I'm going to stop doing this. And then I want to get into your podcast. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate the good looks thing. I don't have anything to do with my mom. I will, my mom will get a kick out of that. So thanks mom. I, but I, uh, yeah, so the wife and I about six years ago uh, decided that we were done living in the city and we just were a couple city kids born and raised and we just moved down to the country. We bought 12 acres out in a beautiful town called Millsap, Texas, uh, population six or 400, something like that. Uh, but it's an unincorporated city, so we can do whatever the hell we want. Uh, when we moved out here, one of our main things was we don't have kids. I got the bullet sticking out of the gun. We're not doing that. And so I- uh, How old are you? Uh, 30, I'll be 39 shit in two weeks. It's almost my birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Thanks, okay. man. We'll um, see if that so, changes with the kids thing, but you snipped. Uh, you can unsnip. Uh, yeah, I know, but you can redo yeah. that balloon animal. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to raise kids in an apocalypse anyway. No, I'm good. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, this I, year I scared a lot of people. Oh, I, I get it. I get Fuck, it. Right. So you, um, you decided that you're done with the city life, moved out to like where the hills have eyes, right? It, honestly, yeah. Uh, actually, way better than that. Our neighbors are incredible, man. Uh, our, neighbor, <laughs> our, our neighbor found out somebody down the street that it was renting a house, was doing dealing drugs out of it, and he went and kicked his ass in our front yard. It's great. Uh, <laughs> cops hauled him off and everything. This Because we don't we only call the cops to come get them. We don't, we don't live in an incorporated city. They're like 20 minutes that, away. What does that mean exactly? So what it means is we don't have your normal um, city funding uh, like everybody else. So basically, we're just a group of homes out here in a town, but it's part of another county. What about the so sheriff's department? department? No, the sheriff's department is out of the Parker County, but it's we have no sheriff's buildings in this town at all. Right, basically. So do the farm do the firemen come in and help you if shit goes bad? It's volunteer fire department. And so, uh, yeah, if they're there and they're not too drunk, they come by and put your fire out. So basically what's going on. Okay, now we're good. Uh, basically what's going on is like you can go somewhere with a bunch of people. And if enough of you are there, you can incorporate and become a city. You can create a city out of nowhere. It's my understanding, but you're still going to have to, you know, and then with that comes, though, probably establishment taxes. And, you know, you know, the government, the mafia that's running everything, yeah. they're going to get their money. So you've, you've got to find a way to do that. And, you know, and we still pay taxes and stuff like that. But we pay a ridiculously low tax rate because we have animals out here. So we have what's called an ag exemption. So uh, I took our taxes from, let's say, just for numbers sake, 4000 a year. We pay $171 a year in taxes out here. And that's it. That's Speaking my language, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm liking that. <laughs> I mean, like, the, you know, everyone's like, the Paul brothers moved to Puerto Rico. They just wanted to get away. Or they don't want to pay taxes, yeah, right? Isn't that yeah. the rule, Puerto Rico? I'm telling you, we're, we're 15, 20 minutes from anything that you'd ever need. And you would be amazed. Uh, with 12 acres, massive pond, by the way. We have a huge pond out here. Uh, great house, detached garage, outbuilding. I'm building a barn, all that good stuff. Huge garden. Uh, and you'd be shocked how much we pay a month to live here any guessers go ahead i'll tell you okay don't guess low because she's gonna be like yeah. uh one dollar punto it's for sure gonna be under what i pay for so oh, i'd say that? what maybe 1100 
next. Wait, so the payment? Yeah, for a 12-acre yeah. home. What what it cost me just to keep a roof over my head out here for, for one month? Oh, oh hell. I, I don't know. I, it, I mean, I would yeah. guess like well, at least $2,000 a month. Is he already I, said let I, I know, I, I know, but I, I want to be honest, and that's what I would have guessed. So before okay, thank you, Johnny. Yeah. I'm going to go $500. Okay, uh, XG nailed it. Damn. Yeah. Damn, you go, you get to go to Showcase Showdown. <laughs> yeah, that show. But we, we get to see the Milky Way or whatever the hell that is up there every night. I mean, we I can walk outside right now with you guys still on. I can push pause and go shoot a gun. Right now, nobody gives a shit. It's, it's <laughs> I do miss that. I'm uh, thinking yeah, right? about it hard, dude. I do miss that. I'll never, we'll never go back, man. I mean, it's just the lifestyle, you know? Yeah, and well, we have all these amazing animals and this incredible experience out here as well. We we see things that just nobody else can just because of the freedoms that we have out here. And that barn that I put up, I didn't get a permit for that. Nobody nobody gives a shit. It's my land. I can do whatever I want. So crazy. Oh, not tempt me with a good time. But you have to, Come on if, out. If you have an association, you have to let them know that you're changing the toilet inside your house. Where, where my parents live, they try. You know, Mexicans try to change the toilet. They came and knocked and said, "You asked for permission Wait, for that." Is that a thing? Mexicans changing toilets? <laughs> well, we changed it ourselves. I mean, like we didn't pay Home Depot or nothing. But I was like, "You just want to go buy one from Home Depot?" It was installing it. The little community saw, and they find us, and they said we had asked for a permit to change that. Oh, get out of here! And if we didn't need it, we just wanted a new one, like a nicer one. And my dad was like. We got a fine and everything, but that was pissed. I, was I like, would be fuck? pissed too. Yeah, because they're supposed to keep everything nice and steady, but like that's inside my home. I should be able to do what the fuck I want inside. Dude, I'm th I'm thinking about it, dude. Unincorporated, bro. Come on, it's great. Get land. It's See, I'm like everyone's always water. asking me where we should move to, and I'm like. I, I think we get, I mean, I know Rogan tried to move all these comics here, but I don't think comics are a collective like that. But I think. Keep saying Nashville. I don't know, man. I'm think. I mean, it's between Texas and Nashville. I'm I mean, telling you, Texas we'll is a whole. It's a wide open freedom. Sorry, Nashville ain't like that. Nashville's an industry town, dude. It's like L.A. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's country and music. All right, everybody, I want to tell you about our good friends at CBD Line. That's right, CBD Line, one of our oldest sponsors on the show, longest-running sponsors on the show, and we love them very much. You know, these stressful times, you need tools in your tool belts, and no one can help you more than CBD Lion. I mean, they got everything. They got vapes. They got they got gummy. You like they got those new gummies that the lemon you lemon like. ones? Come on, nothing is better than lemon. Dude, nothing's better than lemon lemon gummies. Okay. They, they also have the uh, new melatonin slumberberry variety. Pack, which I've heard is pretty cool. A variety pack, man. And that's what we're talking about, dude. They are the best of the best. I love them very much. They always come to my live shows and support. And here's what's really great, okay? They, they have everything you need, man. They're All their products are third-party tested, all right? They even have a quick little survey, quick quiz you take. They'll help you with deciding which product is best. They got everything, man. They got everything. Pre-rolls. Pre-rolls of hemp flour. They got new strains of hemp flour. They got uh, lemon gummies, variety pack gummies, melatonin gummies, all this. Fun games CBD. Does it beat that? I don't think so. I love them. Every time they come to my shows, I hug them. I hug them. I try to kiss them. They're like, no, it's not, not like that, bro. <laughs> And if you like that and you want to help out the show and you want to help our sponsors, just go to cbdline.com and enter the promo code TINFOIL. 
Okay, to get 20% off. That's CBDLineLikeTheAnimal.com. Coupon code TINFOIL. Check them out. We won over 2,000 positive reviews. This stuff works. Give them a try. One more time. Just go to CBDLine. Enter the coupon code TINFOIL to get 20% off. Texas, I mean, uh, born and raised here, man. It's it's amazing i'm telling you it's it's incredible i've been you know all over i've been on tour i was a touring musician for like 12 years so i was all over the place i toured china for a month all over the west coast everywhere texas there's just something about it man there's just something here it's really cool all right man and the good thing about texas is it's not that expensive to fly back it's not that long of a it's fly. in the middle it's you in the middle boom, boom, yeah. Boom. Yeah, right here. yeah interesting I think Arizona's pretty cool too, honestly. I just don't want. To li- I, I listen. Wherever I go, there's going to be a water source. That's all I'm saying, and that's another reason why Chattanooga is kind of nice, is because they have so much. They have so much uh, fresh water. So that's literally probably of everything. The most important things to me are 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 we teaching critical race theory? Are we? Are what's the gun situation and what's the water situation? If those things line up. You're in the running for daddy, okay? And then I w- I'd like to be on Hot Farm. I, I guess I got to work out to be on yeah, Hot Farm. You're farms. right. Water should be mayor. very important. <laughs> yeah, water should yeah. be the most important thing because that's yeah. what they're going to try to control. Colorado right would there. be nice, but they're, they're fucked there too. Well, Florida's, Florida's nice too, but I just – I don't trust that governor, dude. No. I don't trust him. Humidity, fuck that. He's too much freedom. For, that and whole that place scares is me about country. Texas as well. They're all like, you know – there's a lot of like, hey, man, freedom's freedom's here. And I get that. But then it's like, it's so loud that I go, are they pushing us yeah. into these places? Because they say Florida has the most FEMA camps. It's so big, though, Texas. I mean, it's just hard. It's, un, it's, it's really ungainly, you know? I mean, it's hard to rein that all in. We, we measure distance in hours. So like the other night when you guys were in town, you were in Dallas. Dallas is only two hours from here. So that's how we measure distance. We don't say it in miles. It's just how long it takes you to get there. You can drive, I think, twelve hours and still be in the same state. Dude, you're 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 convincing me. Come on, and I'll tell you what. I'll extend an an offer if you guys just want to come out to my place for the weekend. Like I said, and see this place. You're welcome to. You got a place to crash. Come on. Uh, how many Mexicans live in your unincorporated town? Uh, none actually. Hey, dude, you could be the Mexican community, dude. Hey, run, I can run for like a little, little you place just in the community. A, a food truck, you're literally yeah, authentic out. Mexican. <laughs> where am I gonna? Do you guys have a Home Depot? Because then, if not, where am I gonna get a job? 20 minutes, 20 minutes from here, man. You're good, and there's plenty of stuff to do out here. You're fine. <laughs> All right, so I mean, we're super thankful to have you on. Thank you for stepping uh, in. Uh, you know, here's the whole thing. Like, I, I got somebody on Reddit. It's like, don't you feel like the amount of shows that are coming out are going down? I'm like, dude, we, we literally are doing the same amount. Yeah. It, it, like, in the 2019, we we're doing three. It just, it's, a, it's mentally exhausting to do that many shows and coordinate all that stuff. So we're doing two every... And sometimes guests don't show up and we try to get somebody. And, you know, I don't just want to book anybody. That's the rule. I don't want just somebody to come in. It's either like super quality or we don't do a show. And that like, like they don't have fucking broken simulation. Yeah, I mean and, like yeah, 90 episodes. <laughs> you're so behind. So I'm really happy you're here, Brandon. I appreciate it. So 
What do you want to get into, dude? Where do you want to start? <clears throat> There's so much stuff that I want to talk to you about. You know, we just had a, uh, you know, we've done a couple really interesting episodes. Uh, I, I'm not expecting anybody to listen to the show all the time, but our last episode was about basically timelines of history and what they represent and how civilizations were here and then they were gone. And what what a lot of people automatically think when a civil simil, uh, a civilization, excuse me everybody, uh, disappears that it, it was at the uh, the end of violence. It was uh, it was the result of violence. And I don't always think if that's the possibility. So now we're getting into the discussion. What's the what's the other what are the other options? And we kind of discussed it. It's like, what if they purposely left? Mm. And where did they go? Like, what if the Aztecs were like, I'm out, and they just like they just somehow were able to travel to a different dimension, the entire group of them. Or, you know... Or they just went past the Antarctic ice wall. Or they went past the Antarctic ice wall, Johnny says, with a smile on his face. Well, that's like the Anunnaki. The civilizations. Uh, David Weiss talks about this. I had him on my show, too. It's brilliant. Yeah, David Weiss, David Weiss does a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought I did a lot of podcasts. David Weiss uh, does a lot of podcasts. But we talked about that on the theory because that's my favorite part of this whole realm theory, right? Is that it's concentric rings and that there's shit going on outside of it. And it's really just kind of a analogous to Atlantis or whatever with the rings that they talked about. Uh, and that there's other land masses out there. That's the part of that that I find the most fascinating. Not the dome. Get that the fuck out of here. It's not something that interests me. What interests me about it is the possibility for more land masses. Admiral Byrne even talked about this after his adventure in Operation High Jump going down there. He said that there was land masses beyond that were larger than the United States as yet unexplored. And he even commented on the resources and things like that. What if that shit's out there? That That's what throws me off, man. I love that kind of stuff. And that is a possible explanation for the disappearance of things like the Mayans and the Aztecs or any other civilization that just vanished without a trace. And, and, and the reason I like that talk is like because you know dave did goes he goes well you know i think extraterrestrials is extra territory they're just yeah. from the outer realm and you know sometimes when we'll do a ufo you'll you always have one idiot who's like dude stop talking about the science aliens it's a science space is fake i'm like well let's get in there's something on the other side if you believe in a dome there is something on the other side of that dome i don't care it's it, there's something on the other side of that dome and whatever that is, is space. Whatever that is. Or if you talk to flat earthers who are more open-minded, now we're talking extra, extra territory or dimensions, which is totally something I believe in as well. Like whatever this place is, it's super special. And there's beings that come from other places here. Yeah. And absolutely. that's my belief. Absolutely. 100% agree. And I love diving down these thought experiments. That's what my show is all about. That's all we do. I'm not here to prove anybody wrong or to prove myself right we just talk like bad shit crazy ideas like this and we go really really deep with them so if you do follow the the flat earth model which i'm i don't rule out so a lot of people say is the earth flat around i say yes i i think that this place is a product of your perception and so whenever you see evidence to the contrary of something then that is what manifests in this reality for you specifically because all of this is a very tailored experience if you get really really deep down into it but if that's the case then 
if you say to an astronaut, okay, you're an astronaut, you're, we're going to shoot you on this rocket thing and you're going to go up into space. So what manifests below you is a globe and then space exists. And so, because that's what you expect to see. But the same can be true for flat earthers. If they say, well, the earth is flat and here's all this evidence to prove that, then they're absolutely right as well. I think that down to the level of dichotomy on this realm, whatever it is, that things could be that, that out there, that um, specific. You find what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, whatever you expect to see. And, and in reality, when you talk about like timelines and time travel and stuff like that, I think we time travel all the time. We time travel every time you make a decision to change something about your life. You don't change it in this reality because this reality is pretty set. So what you do is you just kind of shift. You align with a new timeline where that already exists. And you do this That's all the time. That's interesting, dude. You just jump onto another timeline. And you do this every time you perhaps walk through a door, uh, walk under a tunnel in the woods, something like that. You know, all these things can be basically portals where you just step into reality where they're just so minutely different, but all in the ways that you're creating. Now, that can be good or bad. You're manifesting constantly and your time dimension shifting all the time as the theory goes. Uh, so in reality, uh, you do this all the time and it's really cool. It's a fun thing to play with, too. I do this as a manifestation technique in the shower. Have you guys ever heard of that or are you? practice that no i don't know what you're manifesting that sounds like a weird thing to do in the shower <laughs> what well, are you doing babe how come the shower takes a look shut up i'm manifesting <laughs> <laughs> after all of that of course you no. just use the shower as a portal you just step out into a new reality every day to, and and it's whatever you want and you'd be shocked if you start to do this you really play with this idea it's it's a lot of fun man shit shit really does happen it sounds like when you read a book and it says, "Do you go to if you do this, you go to page fifty-two. Yeah, if you decide to go, choose your own adventure. Yeah, I, you know I, it. Yeah. I believe this realm is uh, this experience we're having is very much a choose-your-own-adventure, and that yes. we have choices, but it's uh, it's choices that the the experience allows us to uh, to decide, like My to coercion. choose from. It's like you could go here, you could go here, you could go here." But the end result of wherever you're going is already determined. Like, you're here to learn something. You're here to experience something. And you have free will to a point, in my humble opinion. Mm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's just what I think this reality Wait, is. Was there more to that technique, uh, the shower technique? Uh, that, that's in, that Johnny wants me. to learn more. No, about that, that interests me, yeah. though. Do I do you know, knuckle you're... up or knuckle down? Before shampoo or after shampoo? Is it okay if I use two hands? <laughs> I'm sit on it for 30 seconds. It feels like somebody else's hand. Uh, so what you do is uh, you you get in this. So what you do is wh what I do, and as the practice goes, is that if you if you feel like you really can create your reality, then this is already a check in your box. And therefore, you're doing it all the time, again, consciously or unconsciously. So why not do it deliberately? Why not have some fun with it, right? So what you do is, is in the morning, whenever you're going into the shower, you wave goodbye, you know, do a little thing like see a old reality. That was fun but we can do better. This is just what I do personally. It's a little peek behind the curtain here. We, that was fun, but we can do better. And I use that shower as a portal because again, if you base everything on your perception, which I've really been playing a lot with this idea, uh, then all you can perceive in your reality is all that exists. It's like the simulation. It doesn't need to be rendered, right? The same idea is there. So when you shut that door, you shut that curtain, nothing else is out there, or rather a sea of potentialities and possibilities is out there. Now to not shock your system, what it does is it shifts in small little increments, but very specific small little increments. So you need to be deliberate. You just say, I am washing off the old reality or the things about the old reality that I don't care for anymore, that don't serve me, that I don't want to bring with me into the new one. 
all metaphysical, of course. Uh, if you take it also that water is a conduit, you know, I mean, ancient monoliths were built on waters. We could go down those rabbit holes too, but it's a conductor. It's a conductor of electricity. Uh, the Yakamoto studies prove this whenever they were talking shit to one water glass and it turned brown. The other one, they said, I love you. And then it did great. They even did this by taping just words on it. it didn't say anything, but the message, the intent was there. So do this in your own life. I mean, why, if all these other things are examples of it, why doesn't it apply to you as well? Well, it does. And here's how you do it. By old reality, that's been fun. We can do better. Hop in, wash off the old reality shit that you don't want to bring with you. Open that curtain, step into your new reality the way that you want. Now, the first day that I did this, by the way, I'd seen this technique and I'd started considering the option. The first day that I did it, Neil Donald Walsh contacted me on Facebook and I got to interview that guy. That dude changed my life. He's the reason I'm not an atheist. He wrote the Conversations with God book series. And amazing dude. But the day that I did this, the day that I shifted into a new reality, Neil Donald Walsh contacted me. That's crazy. I totally agree with that. And basically, you're saying that a shower is like Doctor Who's like <laughs> phone booth. To, uh, TARDIS, is that it? I've never seen the show, but I think it's called a TARDIS, I think. Yeah, yeah, you use that as a portal. I mean, it's the same idea. And if you're doing this all the time, and if you think of your reality as stable until you want to change it, the only thing you're changing is you. So literally you change you by changing behaviors, patterns, whatever, but by your choice, by your intent. Lynn McTaggart did work on this with the power of eight where they stood around somebody and put hands on them. They, they're healing all sorts of stuff. I mean, this, this has been proven. And so when you do this, you change on that level, but you just align with a new reality. You don't change the one you're in. You shift to another one because there's an infinite number of realities. So they'd be imperceivably different, but you are choosing the one that you're in const constantly. So why not just do it deliberately in the way you want? Try it out. It's fun. Every morning I write down eight things I'm think eight things I'm thankful for. Perfect. Right? And then I write down my goals for the day. And I start each goal with I am. Because I am is very powerful. And that's why even in jokes, I watch what I say after I am. I think it's I don't I don't know if the universe is really keen on sarcasm, right? And being able to decipher what's a joke, what's not a joke. So I, I'm very, very, very cautious about when I say I am. I write down all my goals for the day. Then I write down every goal I have for my life. This is every morning I do. It's up to 20 goals for my life. And then I say them out loud. I read each goal out loud to the universe, and I think I see changes. Do you think it might be that the energy that you put out from sarcasm is just the same energy as being negative? You know, you see what I'm saying? Maybe it's not that the universe can't tell the difference, but it's that the energy that you exude is the, the energy same. energy behind it, right? Yeah, exactly. It could be very <laughs> much putting out the universe. It's like, oh, you seem super negative here. We're going to go with that one. <laughs> but I talk about like Tupac, Biggie. I mean, I don't know how long these guys are going to be relevant for. It seems like forever. Yeah. Uh, and I think that has something to do with fucking hip-hop culture. Like, why are these guys still the guys you death talk obsessed. about? Death obsessed. Yeah, it's death obsessed. Well, it, well, I mean, and we can get into... That fits in exactly what we're talking about, the energy you put out, right? I mean, and like these guys talked about getting shot all the time. John Lennon, dude. Come I together. Yep. Shoot me. Shoot me. And you're like, yeah, what happens? You get, I mean, dude, you, you, you put in your order into the universe. And he was always afraid of being shot, too. I should add that. It wasn't just like a random thing. He, was, he, was, he thought he would be shot. Well, 
He did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he, <laughs> seems he, like thought, he had a good he thought, reason yeah, for Yeah, he thought real why. hard. Fears can own you. <laughs> and that's why I think that this area is so much more important than they want you to believe. And I just like, I, I know we talk about this a lot lately because of all the chaos going on in the world. But there is a movement to get you to think you are a speck of shit. And that we are just a tiny garbage, you know, it's like Bill Hicks said, we're basically viruses with sneakers on, right? Yeah. yeah. And that we live in this world and that's all we are. That's what they want you to think we are. And in reality, you're way more powerful than than, than they want you to believe. And that's why they had to pull false flags and psyops and use the media and television probing programming like the minute you start taking a, a step away from the dying machine you start seeing signs of how phony your life used to be right like when i go to the store now and i see gossip magazines to me that is graffiti on a wall it's bad graffiti. <laughs> when I see, like, People Magazine, Johnny and Sarah are fighting. Is Tina the problem, right? I go, that is garbage graffiti on the wall. I don't even know how that works anymore. You, if you didn't want to know, it's on Instagram. Well, like, I don't like, even know how those even sell anymore. Like, I look at that. I was like, that's not true. I didn't hear about that. Well, I think that... I, I think we overestimate the number of people that are actually on social media. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's obviously there because it does enough. Now, why are those magazines, are there enough people watching those magazines to keep them alive? Like, you know, I don't know if you've seen this with BuzzFeed, right? BuzzFeed, it looks like NBC Universal is going to lose $400 million on BuzzFeed. Great. Right? Good. Good. Because Peretti is like trying to fudge the numbers to get so they because they want to do an IPO like they're a tech company and they're not. That's great. They're clickbait dog shit. They're garbage. Right? They're garbage. But they're about to lose four hundred million dollars. So the question is, once NBC Universal loses four hundred million dollars, logical business would say you cut ties with them. This business is sucking money out of your thing. You can't carry that kind of loss. Will they do it? Based on history, the answer will be no. They're not going to do it. Because BuzzFeed is the launching point for the propaganda that is then decimated to the blue check mark bots that decimated out to these listeners or these followers who think because they have a blue check mark, they're real people and they're real important. That's when you start to see what is really going on. And I talked about this on Conspiracy Social Club. There are three things out there, and they sound like they're not related, but they are completely related, which is obviously cultural Marxism in entertainment, right? And then Marxism in politics. And then here's where it's going to be a weird one, analytics in sports. And you're like, where's that come yeah, from? Wait, wait, okay, go on. <laughs> because what these are, dude, are this is this is rich private school trust fund kids inserting themselves into a process of 
with idealism, right? So let's, you know, I talked about this with Brian yesterday, right? The World Series last year. That pitcher was annihilating the Dodgers. The manager pulls him because analytics say this is the time to pull him. Yeah. Meaning the third, idealistic third time through move, the order, yeah. Right? You don't want a guy going three times through the batting order. Even though this guy was <laughs> killing him. To the point like I used to think it's like walking on Francis and Ganu making love to your woman and like there's nothing you could do at that point. <laughs> this guy's inflicting damage on the thing that you love. You better Just watch. walk away you like Charlie watch. Brown. All you can Just, say is not all day, bro. You Just can walk watch. away like Charlie Brown. Not all day. Hang, hang your head. And, right? He might let you record. So then you take a look, you go, the analytics is nerds inserting themselves into athletes, into athletics. Then you take a look at like BuzzFeed and what's going on with politics. It's Marxism being inserted by rich kids in the, who are born into having everything. Going, but this way's better. Ideally, this is better for everybody. It's not being done in reality. It's hypothetical, which is what analytics is. Hypothetically, this is the best move you make. And then you get into cultural Marxism in politics, which is political correctness, which is idealistically, this is how humanity should operate. Done by rich kids who have lived no life. And that's what's going on. And that's what we see what go is going on. And that is, that is the reality of the... the so... All this stuff being done by these rich kids, all this fa false flag stuff, all this, all these psyops and all this is done to make you feel useless. And it's so, you are so powerful that billions of dollars are being spent to manipulate you on how you see yourself. That's how all it is. And when you turn it off, which is the original point of this, this rant I've been on. When you turn it off, it all starts to do this 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 awakening and awareness to how phony it all is starts to fucking present itself. Yep, and it starts off with turning off your phone. There are people out there that still watch Bravo. <laughs> TLC. They still watch Bravo. I won't hear a ill word said about Dr. Pimple Popper, okay, XG? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? So isn't that disgusting? No, I think about it. No, it, that. It, it is idiocracy, though. The programming on like TLC and some of those channels is idiocracy. To lower your frequency, yeah. Yeah. dude. Like, thousand Pound Sisters? Yeah. Why Why would you watch a Thousand Pound Sisters just fat people to make yourself feel better? Yeah. Because you're not a thousand exactly pounds? That's exactly what it is. Well, you're it's 800? Just, it's, 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 it's empty calories, so you aren't enriching your life and improving yourself in any way, 100%. but you're distracted. You're pulled out of the discourse. You're pulled out of society and you're on your couch consuming nothing you know and, and that, that's where they want you idea they want to nullify you neutralize oh, your any potential you have you by keeping hear you about there. how important what you consume with your mouth is right your food your liquids all that stuff but nobody ever talks to you about what you consume with your eyes and your ears is as important as what you eat it needs to be edifying yeah because if they cared, I mean, MTV wouldn't be playing the same shit over and over. I don't know how they make money. It's just ridiculous. All money should go to Rob Deerdick. It's just ridiculous. That's all they play 24-7 in Teen Mom. Yeah, how but don't that? you understand that that's a sign it's dead? Yeah. 
That yeah. is the white flag. Like today or yesterday. And Thomas, jump in anytime. Uh, I'm just yelling and screaming right now. Uh, so feel You're free. Great. Everyone's like, let him talk. I'm like, anytime. Just jump in. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Like, you want to talk about cultural Marxism, but also side of who gives a fuck? Comedy Central made the news for the first time ever because they censored an episode of The Office. They took it off the rotation. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. <clears throat> if a show is canceled on a, on a channel nobody's watching, does anyone give a fuck? <laughs> really? I mean, and that, that was a show. That's not a show that came over from like FX or something. That was on NBC prime time. It's not a crazy show. No. It's yeah. not a crazy show. Network. Network, man. And that's where we're at, dude. This is all meant to fuck with your, 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 your louche, man. That's where we're at, man. And I tend to this subscribe to the louche idea for sure, but I also think there's a much simpler answer here, and that it's just a ride, as Bill Hicks said, to what you said. Uh, it's just a ride, man. So you can do all the shit here if you want. You know, it's out, it's available, but also cheat codes are here, like psychedelics or uh, expanding your consciousness in certain ways. But there is like a flow to this realm or this game or whatever the hell you want to call it. Game. I, I don't think there's, of course, you know karma heaven hell all that kind of shit i just think it's a ride i think it's convoluted with all the options right but that's the point of it that's what makes me think it's a ride because there's so many contradictory ideas that have roots in truth somewhere and there's evidence for them somewhere but they're completely at odds with each other again back to the duality it's the same thing as dark light now what you're experiencing on tv is an option for you yeah you can do that you can engage in that and you can you can resonate at that frequency if you'd like to but it's not a requirement. It's just an option. You can also just, just as easily just go outside or something. I mean, not if you're in Australia. But you can do whatever the hell you want other than that. <laughs> but even so, Australia uh, is, is, is a mind fuck. I, have fr- I had friends on Instagram. All my large-breasted hot friends are gone at this moment. Okay? But I would talk to some of them who are from other, other countries. And they're like, where I am, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Now... Yeah, Sure. They're super hot chicks, so I don't know how much of anything affects them. All right, I mean, let's face it. If I did, my old joke was if Darth Vader came down and fucking took over the world, he'd be walking around with ten of the hottest smoke shows you've ever seen in your life. They'd all be doing blow half court at the Lakers game. And they wouldn't be right. There's only so much oppression that hot chicks are ever gonna go <laughs> yeah, yeah. through. And, They're and, just gonna switch sides. And he might even let them shoot some free throws if he got bored. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You let can shoot that free throw. Hey, they might not even have to cook or clean. Yeah, I mean, no. They might, it might be a better day for them. No, the poor sevens are gonna have to cook for the the nines and tens. <laughs> <laughs> right, but even that is science. But when you brought up a game, that is the best way to talk about uh, the, the, to understand what we're in everything you do is a game everything this podcast us interviewing you is a game if i don't successfully interview you and i can already hear let him talk i am not playing the game right and it's like why am i not at the comedy store right now because i don't want to play that game anymore everything is a game when you start dating people, that is a game. If you're a man dating a woman, you have to learn to play the game. And, you, and that is... At, and if you do good at the game, she got doubles D tits. Okay, that's not where I was going, <laughs> but that is that is one way to look at it. Okay? Yeah. Okay? But the game is like, 
you're not going to win every battle. Let her win every battle, except for the ones you really honestly care about. And when you when you start to understand that, dating women is way easier, right? Because that's the game. So everything is a game, and you have to decide what games you want to play. Now, I, I learned this from uh, Jessa Reed, who uh, was told this by aliens after she drank her own uh, crystal meth pee, okay? And you're like, okay, that might not make sense. But then you're like, it totally makes sense, and it is what is going on. What is the game? And how do you play that game? And when you watch the news, you're playing their game. Which is yeah, how I mean, scared can get. There's a thing here called consensus reality, right? It's it, We all kind of exist in the same area with all kind of the same ideas. But I think that the narrative, just like a choose your own adventure, actually you nailed it. That's exactly a great analogy for it, man. And with that model, though, I mean, things can change all the time, right? There's options for you here. There are things you're going to be better at and things that resonate with you. And I would say go with that. But you can do whatever the hell you want. I the other thing about it being a game, though, but this is, you know, like Albert Einstein said, I mean, this place is an illusion, albeit a, you know, um, stubborn one or whatever, persistent one. But it has rules. Like, there are things that you have to, that you can't go walk out into traffic, so don't do that. You can't jump off a cliff, you know, and expect to survive it because it's just a game, right? This guy on the show said it's a game. No, it's not like that. The game has very real consequences, but on a higher level of higher consciousness is all we're talking about. Therefore, like, the <clears throat> idea of, like, a hell or something like that, that should put people's at mind. Uh, minds at rest it doesn't exist don't worry about it you're good like just scratch that off the list you don't have to worry about it because you're everything you're everything here and it's that idea that like, the egg depicts this perfectly you're just here having all these experiences but you're the only one here like that's it it's you and the creator guiding you through this that's all this is it's just a ride i completely agree with that and you know and you and i've had some uh had a spiritual conversation before and i'm you know I've been talking a lot about this lately on Zero is about how, you know, I I have so many friends of all different religions and and some of them are super passionate about it and we'll get some questions about, you know, um you know, uh you know, you know, people like, Oh dude, why are you anti Christian or anything like that? Which I am not dude. No. You know, it's like and it's like in the conspiracy community there's a lot of anti-jew stuff and i'm i'd never get into that because jews are part of the universe as well why would there be a group of people as a whole that would be going against the universe are there jews that are shady fucks of course show me a group that there isn't a couple bad apples it's just the way it is. It doesn't mean the whole group is doing it. And I'll die on that hill. I will die on that hill. The notion that a group of people are all bad. Okay? Actions you take, those people who take those actions are bad people. Meaning rapists, bad people. Pedophiles, bad people. Those are actions you take. You know, I, I'm not into condemning an entire group. I do the same thing with, uh, you know, Muslims, man. This notion for for a long time, and I don't know if it's, it's the same now as 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 the curtain is pulled back on, you know, the war on terror, and we realize that the real terrorists are the military-industrial complex. So the notion that Muslims are bad people. Like, I never bought into that. I'm like, we're bombing them. Why are they the bad people? And I do that with everybody. I do it with Catholics. Imagine if you thought all Catholics diddled people. Yeah. 
Like all of them. Because a small, concentrated group at the top were doing some shady shit. That's just how I am. These are all these people. Jews, Christian, Muslims, uh, uh, you know, Catholics. They're all the universe. And this small group of people at the top are the problem. They're parasites. And they think they're bigger than the universe. And they're not. They're going to lose because they're going against the laws of the universe. And I don't care how big they are, they're fucking middle management at best. <laughs> and that's my humble opinion, dude. That's my real humble opinion, dude. That's why it's all going to work out. Even when I get dark and I'm like, oh, man, you know, they just blocked me on IG. All my hot friends are gone. <laughs> right? I just know, hey, man, it, if it's meant to be, all my hot friends will come back. And high five me. No, oh, they'll want you back. They're gonna miss you. Yeah, they're gonna miss my fun post. <laughs> well, and you can at least see XG's uh, in the shower manscaping post. That he yeah, put up. it's uh, it was good. Uh, great great job, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't get you before that post. I'm glad you got you got you you witnessed it. <laughs> I had to see yeah, this guy. Check it out, right? <laughs> so I've got I've had this idea recently about comedians in general, and I think that one of the one of the ways to view this reality, right? Because we're all just trying to figure this shit out, and you can't prevent this, right? But it's still fun to think about. One of the things I thought about was maybe folks that are awakening or woken up or whatever, comedians specifically, uh, people that point out injustices like you just did in society and point out flaws in the matrix. You're some sort of uh, like quality control program that's here. So your job here, Sam, is not only to make everybody laugh and, and love opening up to you with these cool-ass concepts, but also to point out shitty things in the matrix so that maybe they're creating a better one based off of your notes and these collective ideas of this because let's say that this is just a program or an experiment by a creator. It doesn't matter. The, the two would be viewed the same, right? So whenever they fired this thing up, well, maybe they set some conditions like dark light, hot, cold, all that good stuff. But then maybe a few little things here can be tweaked, right, for the next or final version. And all we're here to do is to point out the shitty things about this matrix and put it on a list like uh, child's cancer. Yeah, yeah, get rid of that bullshit. Uh, lizard people running the world, have them there, but don't make them so so shitty, right? Dial it back a little bit, lower that knob. So you're like a quality control expert in this, and all comedians do this because yes, you point out things in society that suck or that should obvious be obvious to everybody, but they're not, which again makes you part of this like control mechanism, right? You're like a program that's here to make sure that everything runs to the best of its ability. Is and you do this by pointing out stupid shit. I like to think of myself as a hall monitor. <laughs> hey, you you lizard people, slow yeah, down. Stop go. running in the halls. <laughs> it, it's just a fun way to look at it, right? Because now you're you're part of the solution. So when you do point things out and you talk about them, that's how you kill a sacred cow, right? Uh, as you talk about it, uh, Jay Hennehan show. And you uh, do this by pointing things out that are ridiculous. And this is what we're doing right now. We point these things out. And then so the next draft of the matrix is going to be a lot better. So you're investing in our future. Nice job. I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, my new special, hashtag No Lives Matter, is done purposefully. Uh, you know, that, that, that post you put up. Yeah. About, you know, with the guy and the M-word mm -hmm. in it, right? Like, I do that stuff purposefully because I'm like, there are some dumb rules that, and we need to get rid of these rules. And what I'm going to show you is, like, when I break this rule, the walls don't bleed and the house doesn't burn down. You're all going to be okay. You've created this shadow in the cave that you're so afraid of. And guess what? I'm going to kill the shadow. I love it. You start off with the, with the retard. <laughs> like, if that's going to offend you, you might as well just fucking yeah, get the fuck yeah. out. I mean, like, I just, love it. Like, listen, dude. <laughs>
The word retarded. I'm very, very, very protective of that word. Because I flung first grade. <laughs> okay? And that's my word. But in no way do I... I if I saw somebody call somebody with special needs retarded, yeah. oh. I yeah. would go, no. you're an asshole, bro. Because yes. that's not yes. what that word's about. That's a different thing. That's right. a special right. needs person that needs help, and that family's been through a lot. Okay? Yeah. So... Retarded is a dumb asshole. That's what it is. It's always referred to that. You know, at some point when people were more knuckle draggers, they applied that to those those children. And as a whole, we all agree that's stupid. Yeah. Okay? But I will not allow society to tell me I cannot call Gavin Newsom a retard. I forget the square for the fucking... For the t-shirts at the show? Yeah. You're a retard. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I am You're a retard. We, yeah, we lost money. I'm a full-on yeah. retard at that moment. You don't moment. have special <laughs> needs. You are. Do you understand the difference? And I, you listen, man. And the truth of the matter is, is women make the rules of society. And that is a rule they made. Just like the word cunt, right? You can't well, it's because the their mom's a special needs. So when they say you can't say it because my... It well, makes sense. They're not, they're they the real, know yeah. people who have children... Special needs, and and women tend to eternalize every joke ever, so they think you you're talking about the special needs kids they want, and they get very angry. They don't understand that I'm not talking about the child that they know because I would never call those kids that word. That's not how I operate. But they've a lot. I mean, like you know, I mean, just look at what women did with OnlyFans. They were gonna take porn off, and women rioted. To the point, they're like, okay, okay. Have it. Jesus. You can see my butthole. That's fine. <laughs> Show your butthole. We're sorry. Well, it was like that one time in Portland. I mean, you have your tranny joke, and we didn't know there was a tranny on there. Came, gave us a hug, said we were hilarious. Sucked to all of our and dicks. I, and if we would have told you there's a tranny I'm there, hilarious. I don't know if you would have rethought about it, but I would have. I wouldn't have said my tranny joke if you're like, there's a tranny out there, and she's pretty big. She's going to kick your ass. I would have thought about it. You did it, and she came out and said, hey, that was hilarious. Thank you for making that joke and make me feel part of the show because I thought she was going to be pissed when someone's like, there's a tranny there. I was like, fuck, Sam's about Dude, to. Dude, this is so, a great story. I did it. Okay, go on. Sorry, and I'll tell I the story. I was just going to say, that's how you can tell that it's, they did it for the right reasons. Now, a lot of times, what I found in my experience, and this isn't ubiquitous, but we're generalizing from my experience, that you find that people who, like my grandmother uh, passed away of Alzheimer's. I moved. That's what brought me back up to North Texas. I moved up here to take care of her. But I can still tell Alzheimer's jokes because we went through it. You know what I mean? And people with special needs kids, I know of a few fr great friends of mine. And they joke about it. Of course, not around them. But outside of that, they've got a real light sense of humor about it. And the way they react, you can usually tell they're either virtual, virtue signaling. So they've got nothing to do with it, but they feel like you should feel bad for it. Or they've got something to do with it, but they don't react in the way that you think that they would, especially because they know you. They know that you're not being insensitive. It's just a joke or it's just something that they can laugh about because they've been through the shit with it. They've been through the struggles. They've been there with all of it. And that's kind of a nice release. Again, generalizing, but it seems to be that the way that they react to it, you can tell if they're either virtu virtue signaling or if they've been through the shit. No, I, uh, so uh, there was a time at the comedy store a long time ago where I walked in and the, the room was quiet. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, oh, dude, there's this blind guy here and he's heckling everybody. And all the comedians are uncomfortable because he's blind and they don't want to be mean. And I'm like, if this dude heckles me, I'm going to light him the fuck up. 
So I walk up on stage and he's like, I'm doing a joke. He's like, not funny. And I brought that rate. I brought the fucking hammer of the gods on this guy. His wife starts talking to me. I start talking about, I'd be blind too if I had to look at your pussy all the time. <laughs> fucking half the room is dying of laughter. Half the room is angry with me, right? Because nobody else brought it to this guy. I got off stage. The dude came up to me. Obviously, somebody led him to me. But he, they led him to me. <laughs> and he asked to take a picture of me because he goes, you're the only one that would have fun with me. Exactly. I mean, that's just what the way is, it what is. What was he doing with the picture? Anyway, that's kind of I don't even right know. There. That's so yeah. funny. Hey, <laughs> hey you never know. He might one day get his eyes back. Your features. So I, I take a picture with him. I do it where I flip him off in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> People around me were angry at me. They're like, dude, not cool. I'm like, he can't see it. Yeah, who does he care? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's just ridiculous. But it's like all of these, oh, shit. all of these mechanisms of control to control you at every turn to try to lead you down somewhere. And the listen, man, I see, I say it all the time, man. the The highway of life is littered with the dead carcasses of prom kings and queens because they they thrived early on because they they thrived in the system. And, and, and what the system does is it keeps sending you farther and farther into this thing where next thing you know, you're making no money with no career options and you're fucking miserable. And that's done purposefully because so many people take the first exit off the highway and crash and burn. And then they, they don't realize if they would have just traveled down a couple more exits, they would have found the thing that helps them shine and that they're great at. So... I mean, like that. So, like, when you go to school, and you know, my both my teacher, both my parents are teachers. So it's like when you go to school, you know, you are rewarded for following the rules. And when you don't follow the rules, you spend all of fourth grade in detention during lunch, which is what Miss Bacon did to me. Okay, still holding that one. Huh? Still holding on to that. No, I mean, I, I mean, now later on, I understand why they did it. And I understand, I understand why they did it, and I understand why the system told them to do it. Because I wasn't playing by their rules. And I'm pretty sure you had HDHD. And you couldn't calm down. That, that's a HDHD, thing. HDHD, is, is, like, is that like 4K? What is yeah, that? yeah, 5K now. What is it? Or HDHD, or what is it? ADHD. Yeah, I think you, you definitely had that, and they would have given you Ritalin if you were a kid now. I 100%. They would have drugged you up because... I mean, you can't be in detention. Oh, for sure. You but can't be in detention so all of fourth grade. If he goes to the right doctor, they're going to try to do that to him now. <laughs> no, I mean, so my nephew stays out here with us for the summers, okay? Because we have a ranch, whatever. And he works out here and does a bunch of shit. And he has a great time. He's a wonderful kid. This kid is awesome. Uh, Nick, Nick Hippish. Uh, shout out. Ladies, look him up on uh, Instagram. He is How single. old is he? 16. He's 16. He's a badass, man. So, uh, But he's great. He's got TikTok, all that good shit. I'll send you the link. Link in the show notes for this young man. Trust me. It'll be hilarious. He will love it. So uh, <laughs> anyway, what he... Um, shit, what were we talking about? You were talking about, about your 16-year-old... Your, your uh, nephew you're trying to get laid. Uh, he comes over for yeah. the summer. He comes over for the summer. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, what were you What were you talking about before? About Redland. Oh about no! About um, oh, here we go. Okay, so he claims that he's ADHD, and I've told him that he's just an asshole. And he just said, "Well, what do you mean by that?" And he said, "Well, 
I was like, look, you know, you just need something to do. You need something to take your mind off of this shit. And he was, I was like, and it's your focus. Cause I'll be talking or whatever and answering a question that he just asked. And he'll from left field, just be like, Oh my God, look at that over there. And I'm like, see, and he goes, Oh my bad. It's my ADHD. I go, no, no, no. You're just rude. You're just an asshole. There's you a real point. Attention. Right. I mean, it's like, you can't just write that off as something. I mean, it's just manners, man. Anyway, no, you're it was totally right on that. It, he was like, no, I think you're right. I'm just an asshole, but he's hey. a great kid. So y'all ladies go hit him up. I don't think he's an asshole. It's just at that point, you're, you're your whole world. Well, I don't think it's ADHD. No. I mean, yeah, maybe there's something else there, but a lot of those symptoms are inflammation symptoms that are caused by other things that cause distractive tendencies. Like they're just a symptom of something deeper. And a lot of the people that go through that, they get written off as Ritalin or ADHD or something like that. They'll go to somebody else, get another opinion. They take a different path with them, a more homeopathic path. And then they find out that that reason that they had these mental symptoms was cause of a physical ailment now this isn't every time of course but i'd say the vast majority of people have just inflammation dude just go ground go walk in the grass with your well, uh, shoes off it's great. there are to me chemical well it's such an interesting but i do believe that now we see everywhere that there is nothing mental health is everywhere everyone has and it. when Everyone's i see depressed. it I, on the media i go okay what what could be the real purpose behind this? And for me, this cultural Marxism that we see in school all the way up to college is to fatten people up. So when they go to the real world, they fracture. So now everything that is uncomfortable for you is a mental health issue. Yeah. And it's like, how do you deal with that? Let's numb it out. Instead of listening to the universe tell you, you got to change your life, man. You got to change your life. You're angry all the time because you're doing things you're not meant to be doing. You are not living the life you're meant to live. You are depressed all the time because you are not making the right choices that fit what you're here to do. You have to change it up. And instead of doing that, because everything, like this whole coronavirus thing, it's like, get outside, ground yourself, work out, eat right. This all goes away. Yep. Or you could take a quick shot and just uh, <laughs> and pay these fucking Nazis a lot more money. We love to take the easy way out. First step. First exit off the highway. You know when this started, I think, with service animals. Service animals used to have a purpose, blind people. Now service animals are for emotional people at the fucking restaurant. Get the fuck out of here. Why is your dog or like, asshole? Why are you bringing your horse on the plane? <laughs> service exactly. horse. Service horse. He keeps me calm. My service <laughs> horse. Really, a horse on a plane would terrify everybody else. Everyone else would need a goddamn service animal if you brought a horse on the plane. Well, I would be like, dude, out. It's, it's shitting everywhere. It's huh. just like, dude, why is your Great Dane on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> and it goes back to what you're talking about. You're no, no, it's not your fucking anxiety. You're an asshole. Yeah. 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 You're an maybe. Do, do I mean, take or out. maybe you have anxiety, but it's probably something else. Like you said, I think you really nailed it with that. You're, you're not, not an asshole, everybody. I know a bunch of you got dogs. I love my Some dog you, too. No, we love dogs too, but some of them are definitely assholes. Uh, statistically, it's just got to be the case. But I think that uh, you're onto it with that. They're not living what they should be doing. And if you're not doing that, yeah, there's disease. That's and I know everybody's heard this. It's disease. That's all disease is. It's just 
you need to find something that you love or do do more of that. That's it. Just be better. Be like explore a little bit. Remember that you were a kid once, and that this place was fun at one time. Try try that. You know, start there. You know, I, you know, we just had a great conversation about like, what do I know? I don't really know anything. I know what I, I'm sure is not happening, which surprisingly made sense to me. Right? Like, I don't know what's going on in Afghanistan. I just know they didn't handle it, right? Is that is that kind of what you're saying? I don't know what's going on over there. I mean, I'm being told this by lying liars, <laughs> but I know that most likely whatever they did, it was done the wrong way. And when people try to find what the absolute truth is, that's when they get they just start drifting. And for me, it's like I don't know what's going on. Is is the best way? To look at everything. And I get into religion as well with that. It's like, I don't know what what the truth is when it comes to religion. I personally think that all these books are saying the same thing a different way. And that if we found the common, the common connection to all that. Common denominator. The common denominator. That that's probably what the truth seems to be. In my humble opinion, right? But the reason I want to get into that is because you were you had brought up on zero your thoughts. And I've heard this before, that God and the devil are very similar. And what? why do you think that? Well, they're necessary parts of this environment, right? So you have to have dark light. Uh, there was a great book um, called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. He's the guy that wrote Think and Grow Rich, but it was he wrote it in like the 30s but it wasn't released until 2011 because he didn't want it released while he was still alive crazy so but it's a conversation with the devil okay just the opposite of uh, neil donald walsh's conversations with god it's just the opposite right? it's the devil's perspective and in there the devil that he writes about answers what i think is pretty accurate that they're both creations of the same thing that god and the devil have to exist it's the same thing whenever you think about uh, the dichotomy of uh, good, bad, dark light, all of those things. These things have to exist because if you didn't, you wouldn't know what they were. So it's very important for this. For this. Now, when you talk about specifically uh, God and devils and darks and lights and evils and all that shit, well, if this is just a play or a ride or something like that, and that's a necessary mechanism for this, both the, the bad guy and the hero bow at the end of the play because they're both crucial for the experience, okay? So whenever you talk, though, about deception, uh, about uh, religions perhaps not telling you what's best for you, uh, an example that came to mind uh, was this guy uh, brought up this idea that in the Bible, the Holy Bible, uh, spirit, like scripturally, you can tell that the God of the Bible is actually the devil the entire time. And it's just based off of a few scripture points. So do you guys want a couple of those? Hell Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you look at, uh, let's start in Revelations, okay? So Revelations 12.9, and you guys can just pause this at some point and just go look all this shit up or whatever. Revelations 12.9, the devil deceives the whole world. Now keep that in mind. That's very important. We'll come back to it. So uh, in John 3.8, it says the devil is a sinner. Uh, and then the definition of the devil in John 8.44 uh, is the devil is the murderer from the beginning. Keep that in mind. The devil is the murderer from the beginning, all in scripture. Okay. Now, if you look at um, Judges uh, 11, 29 through 30, uh, God accepts human sacrifices. 2 Samuel 12, uh, he kills a baby boy. Exodus, of course, 12, 29 through 30, he kills 10,000. God 
kills 10,000 innocent babies in Egypt. Uh, then you've got Leviticus 25, 44 through 46. Uh, he sanctions and approves of slavery. All about it. Uh, he does this in Exodus as well. Uh, and then in Exodus 22, 18, uh, killing of pagans. Deuteronomy 17, 2 through 5, the killing of witches. Uh, Leviticus uh, 20. 13, uh, killing gays, of course. Uh, Second Chronicles 15, 12 through 13, killing atheists. Deuteronomy 21, 10 through 14. He approves of raping of female prisoners. Yeah, yeah, totally fine with God. Second uh, Corinthians eleven fourteen. 14, Satan masquerades himself as an angel of light. Now, when you follow all that down, God in the Bible has somewhere between 2 and 2.4 million confirmed kills. Keep in mind also what John 8, 44 said, which is the devil is the murderer from the whole time. Then you go back to uh, the devil, by the way, has either zero or 11 confirmed kills in the Bible. Some people disagree on that. Uh, either way, it's no 2.4 million. Um, so then that brings you back to Revelations 12.9. The devil deceives the whole world. What would be the greatest trick the devil ever pulled? And it is not to convince everybody that he didn't exist. It would be to convince everyone to worship him as the God, as the Savior. Damn! I did not know God had 2.4 million kills in the That's Bible. A lot, though. Murder. Yeah, yeah. No limit. So uh, it's an interesting concept. And you guys look all that up. Of course, um, you guys can actually um, contact me directly, and I'll give you all of those. Uh, expandingrealitypodcast.com. And I'll uh, email you a copy of all of that, and then you guys can investigate this on yourself. Um, I've wanted to have a few preachers on to talk about this exact idea. I've not yet found somebody uh, who will come on and that I can't convince that, look, I'm not here to prove you wrong. I'm just here to talk about this idea with you. Uh, they still won't uh, do it. So that's okay. Uh, but anyway, so that's the information that's found. And you can look all that up. How people just are so dug in to their belief system, right? And, and maybe to a point I'm guilty of that, you know, when, when, when Brian Callen yells at me that Pizzagate isn't real and I know all this stuff that connects everything, but maybe I'm dug into this. You know, you stopped talking to me for like two days when I told you I didn't think that one Hillary Clinton video was real. So which one? The one that wasn't real. <laughs> Frazzle drip. No, well, but it was like remember it ended up being from an independent movie. That oh came, yeah, 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 yeah. I just stopped talking to you. <laughs> yeah, well, you blocked me on cellular phone. Yeah, I did. Like, you blocked my phone number. I'm sure there was other things you. Were no, annoying that was me it. About. That was it. That was the only thing. <laughs> But it but it happens with everything. There's people that are dug in flat earth where they they got so much time and effort involved where they just I feel bad if they have to go back. Like there's people that live for QAnon where like now it's like I feel bad for them because I'm like, dude, you fucking died on that hill. Can't make uh, can't make any one thing like that your identity. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, yeah, I I mean like I it's an option, right? I mean that's it. It's just an option, and then you can change your mind in the middle of it. Most of the time. So just, it's an option. Whatever you want to do, all of these things are here. All these rooms are here for you to play in within this consensus reality that we all have. But each of them have their set of standards in which you conduct your life, in which you experience. So you experience with that outfit on, with that costume. Uh, but that, that's what it's all about. It's just an option, right? You can go be a piece of shit. You can go worship Jesus. You cannot do any of that at all. It's perfectly fine. Just don't hurt anybody else. That's it. That's pretty much the rule, right? I, I just totally think that's the rule, dude. I mean, yeah. it's just like, uh, you know, it's just Don't like, be a cunt. Yeah. I totally believe that, man. I know people, I mean, we're going to get bombarded with religious people telling us this. And I totally respect that, man. I totally respect. Everything I talk about is not meant to replace what you believe. It's meant to 
uh, add a, be a, almost like a clip-on or an add-on or an amplifier of what you believe. That's always what I've said, dude. Consider this, you know? Yeah. Be open-minded yeah, to it, just man. Idiot. You know, just be open-minded to it. But it's like... <laughs> I mean, that's an option too, right? No, like, that, is not, that is the game, right? That's the game. Mm -hmm. That's the game you're playing. It's like you believe this is the Holy Scripture and that's what you're going to believe. And you have a right to believe that. That is your game. Well, what if that's real? What if it's a... So have you heard of the idea of tulpas? Are you familiar with that? No. It's a concept and usually talked about with paranormal, um, associated with paranormal phenomena. But the idea goes that you can create an entity or an idea out of nothing. Um, you can do this by focused channeled energy. Again, it all goes back to intent. There's a lot of shit going on here that we don't know hardly anything about. This is one of those concepts. So the concept of a tulpa comes out of the fact that you put your intent into something so much that it manifests in reality. Now, people have said that this is very effective and this definitely works. Now, if it doesn't work directly for you in this experience, it possibly gets created into another dimension somewhere where all ideas and forms and thoughts. So everything you've ever thought has happened. You've created it or the conditions for it in another dimension and it exists. Sometimes they happen here. The same thing is true with this. So if somebody creates a religion says that when you die, if you're bad and you don't follow these rules, then you go to hell. A hell is created instantly for you to go to. If you believe in that idea and you don't follow those rules, if you follow the rules and there's a heaven that you can go to, uh, it's kind of boring. All the boring people are there, but you can go there if you want. You can do that, right? If you die and you don't think anything happens after that, then nothing happens after that. I think it is that creative. I think it is that deliberate. Like you do create these things. So a great example say, of what you're talking about is Q. I mean, excuse me, yeah. is it, well, Q is, and I'll get into that. Yeah. But a great example is the coronavirus. You can yeah. manufacture into believing we are living in a plague. And you can live your life like there's a plague going on. Well, there's people that do. Well, dude, you hear about people who get, can, like, they get misdiagnosed of illnesses and get incredibly ill. And then, you know, they find out, oh, actually, no, you, you don't have cancer or whatever. Yeah, I mean that that's that's diagnosed. I mean that's uh that's confermed. You know, medical history. You can you can look up those cases. It, that tells you how placebo. powerful the mind is. Yeah, it's placebo. It's, yep, placebo. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, yeah. there's been accounts where a guy walked in with grapefruit-sized tumors all over his body. The doctor said, "Hey, there's a new medicine coming out. I'm gonna inject you with it. We just ordered it just for you, uh, and we're gonna try this thing out. But it's not on the market yet." So just, we don't know what it's going to do. The guy was like, I'm desperate. There's nothing else I can do. He injected him with something. Guy got immediately better within a matter of, I want to say three weeks, all tumors completely gone. He comes back to the doctor. Doctor says, damn, you look wonderful. How'd everything go? He's like, dude, I feel incredible. I've got all my energy back. My life is back. All the tumors are gone. I'm 100% recovered and I've never been happier. And the doctor said, well, that's crazy because what they sent me was accidentally just saline. It was a placebo. So with the new one's on the way and you'll get that soon. This is a, a detailed account in the book uh, Holographic Universe by Michael Talbot. Uh, and then um, the guy uh, went into remission right away and died within three days. Just because they told him? Yeah. Yeah, why would you uh, tell why him would you would be like, okay, good, dude, get, a, get out of get here. Get out of here. Bye. Exactly. They weren't, I don't think, as aware of the placebo effect. And I don't know why you would say that anyway. If the dude walked in, then I would say, give me some more of that placebo because yeah, it's dude. incredibly effective. It's curing everybody. Got, I'd be like, you got any of that placebo, bro? You got that placebo, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, Yo, dude. Yeah, 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 dude. You're going to blow me for this placebo? Yeah, is, placebo. It, is it real placebo? Yeah. I mean, okay, placebo. dude. 
<laughs> okay, tell me when you're going to finish this See, time. That's how I feel Listen. Hillary Hillary's with adrenochrome. At the end, she's just like, where's it at? Yeah. I yeah. need some more. But but yeah. the, the, but going back to Q, the reason I thought Q was, re- it, it, it was real in the sense that people believed in it. But then they put this thing on it, which is these dates for things to happen. And then they expected corrupt people to fix corruption instead of going, Q's just telling us what's going on behind the scenes. And nothing's going to change except for we have to pull all of our... Our, our 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 energy, our money, and all that stuff out of it, which is what they did after they realized that corrupt people weren't going to fix corruption. And now the system's starting to implode on itself. This happened in 1921 or 22, 21 through 25, somewhere in there. There was a bunch of flyers that went out that said, hey, don't worry about everything. We're going to take over. There's a military faction that's under wraps to all of these organizing groups that were trying to stop something. Uh, the, these messages went out, uh, but it was a psyop from the government's military they were trying to stop. And they said, hey, if you guys just wait a minute, we're going to take care of all this shit. So nothing happened. Yeah. And then the Bolshevik Revolution and communism happened. And did communism just happen right here? Interesting, interesting. But I'll yeah, tell it's, you. It's related to Q. It's the same thing. Same psyop. But what I'm going to tell you, okay, point you, I'll take the L on that one, all right? Um, but what I'm going to tell you the difference between now and then is that I believe that we have an internet that allows us to exchange information and tell us what is going on that they didn't have back then. So when the newspaper's like, nothing's happening, blah, 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 everyone's like, I guess nothing's happening, then boom, it's too late. I think now there's... See, they're kind of trapped because data is the new oil. So what do they do? Do they completely destroy the system and lose all that data? I think they're slaves to their own data. So it's like hard for them to go, okay, maybe they want to switch out, you know, internets, but then that doesn't give them the real data they want. It's it's interesting. But it goes back to everything is a war on your mind and you're loose. Yeah. What if what if they have all the data they need? And they've been doing this for a lot longer than we think. Of course they have, right? And they've gotten all the data that they need. They don't need it on the individuals, all of us. They need it on a consensus of us so that they can engineer psyops for that. That's their data collection for psyop program. And so maybe they've gotten enough. And that's why they're going through this eugenics program, if that's what it is. Uh, because they don't need us anymore, you know, or a vast majority of us. I don't know. It is interesting times, man. When you watch, like, when you watch some of the stuff on the internet, you're like, ah, maybe the elites are right. Maybe there needs to be a couple less of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? The crate challenge? Uh, all, every, <laughs> across the board, like, just, I mean, like, like, every once in a while, there'll be, like, some, like, really weird looking people, like, rapping or lip syncing. You're like, do we want them to procreate? <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Or something. You know, it's like, let's let's get rid of those are okay. Let them eat the Tide Pods. I mean, what's that old saying? We know how to fix stupidity. You just take the warning labels off of everything and then just let the problem sort itself out. (laughs) I mean, I do. There's times I'm stuck in the, uh, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm like, okay, maybe some of you guys do need to go. (laughs) (laughs) You need to move out here to Texas, man. That's great. Hey, hey, Bill Gates, maybe you might not be wrong. That was it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We're back on board, Bill. Stop me. We're back on board, Bill. You got it. We're on yeah. your team now. Yeah, for what people, do you need? That, yeah, for people that live in LA, I don't know how we're not on his team. 
Well, yeah, because here's why we would be the people that get eliminated. That's why. But what if they're? What if we're not? Then I'm cool with it. May, what if we're the ones that are like? Okay, these guys are smart enough to know the bullshit going on. Like we barely make the cut. But I, I but Xavier, I don't think you make the cut. No, I think Mexican. We, I think we'll lose, Xavier. <laughs> If it's be- if it's for better of LA, I guess I'll go. <laughs> okay, dog. As long I'll as we can I'll... make it to fucking Hollywood in ten minutes. Okay, dog. I'll fucking leave, bro. I'll fucking leave, dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, it's so hard. Like, okay, so today I wake up, Instagram's gone, Twitter's gone, and like, part of me's sad because all my large-breasted friends are gone, right? But I'm also like, this isn't so bad. I mean, the promotional aspect is really the, the one thing I miss, is being able to promote everything that I'm doing. But right now, it's not that bad. I have a lot more time to do stuff. I mean, I sometimes sit on Instagram just fucking battling windmills, dude. I'm just fighting whiz- windmills for hours. And I know I do reach people because people email me all the time going, hey, man, thank you. I'm really, like, enjoying what you're doing there. But... At the end of the day, is like, is it enough people that I'm going to put all my energy into it? Or is that how they neutralize you, you know, by taking your energy and sucking it away on Instagram? 100%. Yeah, because, I mean, you could not, not that. I mean, you are waking people up, but you could be doing way more productive stuff. Well, I could be I, working on myself, yeah. learning how to cook like yeah. I really want to learn. You know, Ooh, is, that, out- is that the thing you want? Because you keep talking about you want to be passionate in something. You're going for cooking. You're going to make some I steak. Learn, I, some, listen, uh, I don't really care to learn to cook for me. It's just I know not knowing how to cook that well is like made it made existence a little harder. And I don't want my daughters to go through that. So mm-hmm. I, I want to learn to cook simply to teach my daughters how to cook so they don't have to rely on going to restaurants all the time and eating and they can look inside and do their own thing and be even more independent than their old fat dad is, you know? And that's really what it's about. I, I, for me, it's like at this age, I am who I am. But I, I, don't, I would hate if when my daughters move out to go live on their life, they don't know how to cook. I mean, and that's not because they're women and girls. It's, if, if I had boys, I'd be the exact same thing. It's like... I, I want you to be self-sufficient in as many things as possible so you choose when you want to go to a restaurant, yeah. not have to go to a I restaurant. I mean, I can't, like this thing that I hated about me being Mexican, I worked in the kitchen, but I learned how to cut onions. Now that I live on my own, I'm like, uh, my homies don't know how to do that. And I'm like, you don't know how to cut onions? And it's something that I hated. because you, But you know how to cook? Not like, not like, a, but I know how to cut the onions. What if you just, only know, know how to cut onions? That, that sounds hey. like what XG does. No, like, know? I know how to, like, just the basics. Like, I know how to boil water. My homies are like, how, you know how to boil do, water? What are we talking about? You understand? I've had homies that call like me. the worst superhero ever. Shut up. I've had homies that <laughs> call me and be like, hey, how do you do this? Boiling water and cutting onions, man. Hey, that's how you make a pasta, right? And then you fucking put the pasta in there, and then you wait a little bit, and then you get the marinara from the sauce, because I don't make that. I'm super Latino. No, I get hey, it, but dude. But that's rather a couple noodles, though. Yeah, dude. I mean, but the whole point is like of this is like you should expand from fucking onions. <laughs> Well, right. you know how to cut other shit now. Yeah, Cilantro. you should learn how to cut But the point is, it's like, you know, this show... I love doing the show. I always do the show. And a big part of this is like, I really want to help you guys on the show 
expand so you don't have to go work jobs and do all that stuff and you could work on yourselves and all that and god bless you and hopefully at some point you will learn to do more than just cut onions you know what i'm saying like you can boil water like you boil water? water you know and but then you, you put the water. pasta in there and now you got some fucking pasta but yeah, like you'll go. take time to learn how to cook shit and be more self-efficient because you don't have to worry about all these other things. I mean, things. they're not a sponsor, but you remember when uh, Hello, Fr who was it? Hello, Hello Fresh? Fresh? They kind of ta taught us a thing or two. You read I the instructions. I love doing that yeah. stuff, dude. See, I it may, uh, we, that's the only time I really get like angry in life is, is cooking. I, I, just, I Something about it, man, makes me pissed because I'm a perfectionist, and if things are just a little off, I lose it. I lose it. How long does it take you to cook a meal? You... Uh, I don't take too long, but I'm just saying it. I always it, something always goes wrong, and I don't handle that well. You should do baking. Baking is the science. Uh, cooking is the art. Where cooking, you have a little bit of flexibility, and baking, it's pretty damn. You got to measure everything out just right. I think that would resonate a little bit more yeah, with you. Like Plus, you make some dope ass cupcakes here. Like, but I'm trying to, you see, uh, baking, you just got to have sugar, right? It's just sugar all day, and I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm a baker. I can't actually off. cook. I some need... bread. You can make some bread. Some low, and that's a big yeah, reason bread, why. Uh, it's Dude, carbs, yeah, doing it's like like the carbs Oh yeah, I'm so fat. Dog. Yeah, I'm just so <laughs> upset about. I mean, like no matter how much I work out, I just can't lose some of these lbs, and I'm I'm cr I'm working. But, out I mean, you great. know the you this losing weight is all diet. It's all and diet. And I, you know, I I have to start. So I was talking to my trainer, and he he was like, "Dude, if you lift weights, it helps get your your metabolism up more." And I yeah. I do a lot of cardio. I do a lot man. of cardio, but I don't do a lot of weightlifting. You're not drinking Coke no more. It's been a no, long time. No, I mean, time. I, dude, I, 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 at least it's not the here. vice yeah, that yeah, yeah. sticks. At least not here. You, you've been at least used the, to bringing it in here. But you it, cut it way down, right? You tell me like one or two a day. Yeah, so? I have cut it way down. I don't know why I've gained a little weight over the last couple of weeks because I was kind of under the weather and I didn't eat that much. And I still gained. I don't know, man. It is what it is. It's a constant battle. I have a goal to get under 200 pounds. That is my goal. So, look, what do you eat like? Like, what is your eating schedule? Okay, I get up in the morning. I'll have, like, one of those athletic greens things, a little orange juice in it. That's a shake, Some right? Strawberries, a shake. Yeah, that's usually. Occasionally, I'll have, like, uh, um, uh, an onion bagel toasted with cream cheese. Did you cut it? Did you cut those onions? No, dude, see, it comes see, with see what I mean. No, see what I mean. See what I mean. If you knew how to cut onions, you'd fucking make it. This guy <laughs> cuts onions for his bagel. He, just, he keeps trying to wedge it in like every. <laughs> see, now that, that if you knew how to cut <laughs> onions, you would have never had that problem. Uh, and then like you know, it's like uh, so I have these tiny Coke cans, tiny. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Which, just, which, for some reason, are more expensive than the big ones. Have you noticed that? Why is that? It's on it, purpose to make you to buy to more. Them. They want you to buy it's the more big material one. to make them. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. So I was asking because if you eat like regular like one, two, three meals, right? Then that's not as great for your body. What you might be experiencing, and you know this in your everyday, you practice abundancy over scarcity. The idea with your body and dieting is is small meals like all the damn time. So your body constantly is metabolizing something. Therefore, it doesn't go into the survival mode in between meals because it doesn't know when it's going to get fed again. You're giving it abundance. You're giving it an abundant amount of things to process constantly. Therefore, you start shedding fat. It's, got, it's effective. Yeah. Try it out just like you know some nuts or smaller. Like, well, smaller. well, listen. Fasting, no, he well, he tried to do intermittent fasting. Yeah, and he thought that, that. Well, listen though. He thought that. What was it? He thought that <laughs> it, that you weren't supposed to eat for four hours. 
That no, was I it. Didn't well, think what, that. no, it was it was like it was four or eight I hours. I was doing eight to and eight. No, no, but remember the first the day. Remember the first day you got it wrong and you thought it was only four hours and you barely made it to the end of four hours. You were like, "Oh my god, I can't, dude!" I, I, and then it turned out it was actually uh, you know twelve or sixteen hours. You're supposed yeah. to fast, yeah. and you almost killed yourself. Yeah, yeah, that so was rude, bro. <laughs> when do you drink a shitload of water? Because in between, I do. Like, I you're drink hungry, just drink a bunch of water. Coffee, yeah. coffee's on. Uh, uh, I love coffee. That's on the table, though. You can have coffee. During your fast. I love coffee. Dude. Yeah. Black I coffee, black. See if, see if just practice the abundance my, uh, mindset with your eating as well. So just give your body something a little bit, you know, not a whole whole lot, but a little bit all day long, and see if that starts to change. There's definitely research on this. This this is a thing. Yeah, just try it out, man. Well, I uh, I I am I'm dude. That's like my goals right now is to like shed a little weight. I know at my age I'm not gonna get like Bowflex shredded, which is fine, but I just like I I just. You know, I just don't want to be a chunky monkey. Yeah, I I also think that my sh I have no shoulders. So shoulders. Shoulders. Sh I don't know. I just had a stroke. I have no shoulders. So sh I, 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 <laughs> Do you I, smell I, almonds? Or yeah, I I just have bad shoulders. I need to like so it makes the rest of me look like weird. Weird. Well, we know that that's one of the proofs that you're a, 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 woman? a woman. Yeah, you're, you're, you're bad shoulders. <laughs> you're such an asshole, Johnny. That wasn't me. Yeah. That Brandon was, Thomas. That was a guy on Twitter. Brandon Thomas came on. He, he dropped the hammer of the god. He stepped in when a lady on a flip phone wasn't available. So uh, I do really do appreciate you. That we didn't get, there's so much to talk about. Time travel, uh, yeah. timelines. Oh, yeah, weird. we got, I mean, I could talk about that stuff forever. I just think the world's so much more interesting. Uh, he has a podcast called Expanding Reality Podcast. Uh, you can find it everywhere and anywhere. Uh, dude, thanks for joining us, man. You kidding me? Thank you. Honor, honestly. Thanks, guys. This is a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time to have you on. You know, Xavier's going to probably take you up, show up in your tiny, yep. unincorporated town. He will cut onions for you. Yeah, oh. make sure you got a knife, real sharp knife. I don't do it with <laughs> doll shit, say, dude. That's the only thing we're missing is someone to cut the onions because no one here knows how to do that. So I would love a necessary part of the crew. I would love if Xavier got so big, he would just tour and he'd get one of those, like, Tony Robbins like Mike's, Mike, yeah, yeah. and he just cut onions as he talked. Called the, uh, called the Make Him Cry tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in the not background, from laughing, not from laughing. You do, in the background, like halfway Cyanide through, this, the, the, onions, the thing man, that brings the house down <laughs> is when the when the tea kettle starts to whistle. You know, in the background, everybody's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, water's yeah, boiling." <laughs> He's crushing it. Uh, oh man, he knows how to cut <laughs> onions, ladies. <laughs> Man, That's you've all been so waiting for. Funny, dude. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I said, we just added 25 tickets to the Simi Valley show. So if you want to grab those, check out my pot, my new special, uh, hashtag No Lives Matter, available at samtriplee.com. And come on, Spokane. Did I say spoke? Is it Spokane or Spokane? I think it's Spokane. Spokane. Couple tickets left for the show this Friday. Come get weird. We love you very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack.